everyone. We're the we're the host of Anti Sunday School podcast. My name is Matt. This is Marielle. What's up? <laughs> so this is our pilot episode of our po- podcast, Anti Sunday School. Anti Sunday School kind of was created from a group of us uh, in Bible college together. And we've just come across a lot of topics in Christianity that aren't talked about or are just gray areas. So we wanted to create a place of openness for these topics, not necessarily to find solutions, but to just have an, an open discussion and, and just kind of tackle some of these, these topics and questions. So we'll also be joined with our two other students, Keilani and Yaxi. And they'll just be helping us share their opinions and just trying to tackle this topic as, as best as possible. So let's get started. All righty. So for our first topic, we're going to start off talking about how do you take God out of the box? Yeah, so this, I think this is a topic that people would admit that they struggle with. I think it's something that we do tend to put down in a box and kind of what we mean by that is kind of limiting or restricting God in, in what areas he is allowed, quote-unquote, to move in our lives. And so we've kind of said, God, you can only work in this area, but not in these other areas. And so we've, we've restricted the move of God in our lives. And so it's this, this topic of how do we get out of this mindset of limiting God and, and opening all areas of our life to God having full access. Uh, Yaxi, what are you... What are your thoughts about this topic? Yeah. Um, well, I honestly think that it's definitely something that people don't talk about because, I mean, personally, like, I didn't really hear about the subject until now. <laughs> um, you know, just, I feel like a lot of times because we live in our own world and because we have our own mindset, like, for us, it doesn't really feel like, oh, like I'm limiting God because obviously God is limitless. But when you think about it, it's like your faith is what puts things into action, right? Like your faith is very key into things that happen in your life. And so if your faith or like your mindset is set in one area and you don't think like, oh, I don't think God could take me here, then it's not going to happen because your faith isn't in it. At least for me, that's kind of what I think about it. That's good. I feel like in ways, like, we limit God to, like, what we can do. So if we know that it's in our grasp, then we're like, okay, yes, we can do that. But if it's something like a dream that we have that we're just, like, impossible for us to physically do, then we, we don't even think about it anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like... Thinking of something that you can do at this moment, that's the only thing you think about because it's something that you can do yourself. But when it's something that God can do, you don't really you don't really think about that because God you don't I feel like it's more of a physical thing that I can see, the physical thing that I can touch, that's the thing that I'm gonna think about. Those are things that I'm gonna that chase after, those are the things that I'm gonna want. But it's really like not thinking about those type of things, but more like bigger you know so, so then, then do you think it's something that we kind of grow into because you, you know there's the bible talks about having childlike faith so as a kid 
the, the things you do think about are, are kind of the impossible. impossible. Yeah. 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 I want to be an astronaut or I want to be the president. Yeah. And so like as a, as a six-year-old kid, you think anything is possible. But then somehow, whether you convince yourself of it or society begins to tell you like, okay, now you fit adulthood. Now you have to interpret the world through the lens of logic and reasoning and the things that can can logically make sense. And so is it so, so is, it, is it more of changing our perspective and how we interpret the world than necessarily like, okay, God, I'm taking you out of the box now. But is it more more of a, I should I should be able to change the lens in which I interpret the world and begin to think about, hey, like kind of like a what if game, like what if this is possible, what if this could happen, and then we kind of are for a lack of a better term, forced, forced into trust, trusting God with that stuff. Um, I don't know. Ivani, what do you think? Um, I feel like um, the older we get, the more we depend on our own knowledge of things we know. And then um, we depend on ourselves more and like what we know more than like, oh, when I was younger, like, I thought I could do this. Now it's like, I feel like when we grow, we have more fears rather than dreams. And... Mm. Like, as we grow, I just feel like we become selfish with things, more more or less, I guess. And um, that, like, we have to find God in those things when we mm-hmm. get up, grow up. Because, like, when we're young, we don't necessarily know God. Like, you know, unless we're raising it and... Like, I feel like for some people, they don't even know that they're putting God in, their back, God in their box because they might not necessarily have God in their lives. So they're more dependent on, like, other people and what they can and can't do. Yeah, I like that. Because it's like, when you're younger and you say, I want to be an astronaut, you're not thinking God's going to make me an astronaut. Yeah. You're thinking I myself am going to work hard to become an astronaut. But then when you get older and you see like how real the world is, you start like, your light starts like dimming because you're like, okay, I physically can't do that. Like that's impossible. So how about I change my dream to being a teacher? Because it's easier, you know, a lot of people are teachers. I feel like it's, it's, it's stuff like that. I like I like, I like what Kalani Kalani said that we have more fears than dreams. Yeah, that's like oh my god, that's completely true. Like if we're being honest, we're dictated a lot of the time more by our fears, whether it's fear of failure, fear of not measuring up or not being adequate, rather than. Like, I'm just going to freaking go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try and tackle this thing. So then, does it, does it come down to our dreams? Because we, some of us, well, actually all of us in this room, just came back from this trip from Denver. And so one of the, one of the pastors there talked to us about having a dream that scares us. And if a dream doesn't scare us, then it's too small. So then is it... A matter of having our dreams too small because then, like we're saying, if we have this dream as a kid and then we realize, oh, I could, I could do this, then we go after it. But it's the dreams we have as kids that are too far-fetched or a little out there that we just don't go after anymore. Yeah. So then, is it 
is it us changing the way that that we dream and and being okay with not being equipped in that moment for the actual dream that we're trying to chase after? I feel like um, people need to just build their confidence and like know like it's okay if I fail, it's okay if not everyone is accepting of it because this is what I want to do, this is what's going to be the media on my life. And then it's not until they bring me to other people because at the end of the day, like, other people's happiness doesn't matter, and then you need to be okay with yourself. And if, you know, like, you're being scary, maybe that's something you need to be dealing with, and it's something you should be dealing with. But I'm saying, you're like, oh my god, I'm scared that this is going to happen. You don't know that that's going to happen. You can't have to get the future. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like a big part of us being afraid to go after something is a fear of failing in it. Because yeah. it's like, like I, or at least for me, like I have the mindset, used to have the mindset of like, man, like if I fail in this, if I can't succeed the first time, it's like, then what's going to happen? Like, I don't, like, am I going to be able to go forward? You know, because it, it is discouraging when you fail, depending on the mindset that you have. And so I think that I think that's why we find it so hard to chase after our dreams because yeah. when they scare us like that, it's like you kind of almost have the mindset of like failure is inevitable, which I mean obviously it is, but it's like nobody wants to fail, so people just don't chase after the dream in the first place. Yeah, it's like when you're younger and you're a child. I think it's more like the bad things that you go through is what you remember. So it's like, if you were rejected your whole life, then you like, no one's gonna really, um, no one's gonna really help me with my dreams because I've always been rejected. No one's gonna really help me with my dreams because I was alone my whole life. No one's gonna help me with my dreams because you know this, this, and that. So I feel like we have that this thing in our brains, in the back of our brains. That it's like, okay, I want to do this. This is something that I this is something that I dream of doing. This is my passion. And then you have, you know, obviously the enemy in the back of your head reminding you how many times you've said that to yourself when you're younger and how many times you failed or how many times people have failed you, which is why we put that in this box. And we actually give God the qualities of the people that hurt us, thinking, okay, God, you can't do this for me. Because these other people can't do this for me, you know? And we really don't know God if we make God into those characteristics. Honestly, I feel like we take our experiences and the things that life has given yeah. us, and since we can't see God, we create this, like, imaginary, yes. imaginary person. Mm -hmm. And we don't go to the Bible necessarily all the time mm -hmm. to see, like, God is these things, but we just depend on our minds. Mm -hmm. That's what the mind games from. That's what the enemy is. It's just playground. Yep. And that's when he is able to, like, morph the view of what God is in our lives. And then that's where we don't go after him. That's when people are depressed or they, you know, they're miserable because they settle for something that God called them to do great things. So then are we saying that, it, like, the bottom line is just a, an issue of faith? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, we... Put the qualities of people who hurt us or the the negative qualities which we're going to remember we ultimately put those on on god yeah and so then it's just the, it's just a matter of a lack of faith and there's there's like a, a spoken word or like a song i was listening to 
earlier this week, and it's it was basically talking about is is your faith weak? Do you want to be a more outspoken Christian? Do you want to be a, a more confident and and just kind of out there Christian? Yeah. Then it's not a matter of like your your faith itself is weak. It's that the odd you don't understand the object of your faith. That's good. Yeah. And so, as a as a Christian, the object of our faith is Jesus Christ. Right. And so maybe it switches from asking God to give us faith and just kind of sit there and wait for it to happen. Yeah. To uh, a more actionable faith where we're chasing after Jesus Christ and understanding His character because then maybe you're moving into hey hey God I know your character I I know that you've been consistent through thousands of years, and so you're not going to stop now. And so the same things that you did 2,000 years ago, you're still capable of doing today. And so knowing that, does that give us a little bit more confidence in going after our dreams? That do scare us. I feel like, yes, knowing that, but believing that is, like, totally different. Because I know that God can do these things. I know that that he's a great God. He can do miracles. But do I believe it for myself? You know what I mean? It's like, when I think of it, I just think of, I want, for some reason, us as humans, humans, we want, like, physical people to do these things for us. We want to see it. But when God does it, it's like, it's like randomly. Like, like it happens to you. You don't even notice that God did it. And then, after, like, maybe days later, you're just like, oh, God, this was you. This is what I prayed for. You know, thank you so much. Um, and then we forget about it. Because God's not physically here to help me. I feel like sometimes, sometimes I don't believe it. Like, I believe it when he does it. And then after a while, when he's silent, I'm just like, oh, you know, maybe that time it wasn't God. Maybe it was just a coincidence. And then we just keep those mind games playing and playing. I feel like it goes back to like being a kid. Like when you have dreams, like when you believe in it, like you do things to like you know, go for that. Like yeah. you want to be a doctor, you practice on your family like you're a doctor, you know, like you yeah. do things that are gonna get you to where you need to be. And I feel like with our faith, we don't do that. We don't, like, we believe in God, but we're not doing anything. We're not practicing things that are pushing us more towards him that, you know, like, will put, take him out of the box necessarily. And I just feel like if we practice what we think about God or what we've heard, right. and we go to the Bible for discipline and the word and, like, receiving and planting those seeds in God, then we'll be able to take him out of the box without trying yeah. too much. And I heard this thing um, at one of our young adults where he's, young adult um, services, where he said like, your people's community, like, we want to be like around people. You know, that's just how we are. And do you guys think that it's because that it's because of that that we put out of the box because of the people that surround us? Because in my, like, for me, I've been around negative people my entire life. People that were like, oh, I have these things that I want to accomplish, but I can't do them because I have kids. Or I have to do them, I can't do them because of this, X, Y, Z. So I always thought, okay, I have to accomplish these things at this certain age in my life because once I get older, that's it. You know, it's done for me. But once I came to here, 
once I came here and being surrounded by all of you guys, I felt like it ignited or like it awakened my hope so that I can do anything. I have, you know, people surrounding me that encouraging me. I have people surrounding me that, you know, tell me, you know, you can do anything or people that have done things that I want to do. And I see them doing that. I'm like, why can't that be me? You think it's because of the people surrounding us? or? I mean, I honestly feel like it could be a mixture of both, like, yeah. the people and also, um, like, the actions that we take or, honestly, like, the mindset that we have. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, the people around us have an influence on us. Yeah. But I feel like... But I feel like, like it, it kind of depends on us as to how we interpret the influence. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, there are, um, there are people in the world who grow up in projects or around family that is, like, low-income, bad influences, yeah. but then they grow up to be doctors and people who are making a difference in society. Yeah. And so it's like they grew up around one thing, but then they carry themselves up into an area where according to society or statistics, they never should have been. So, I mean, I feel like kind of like what Kaylani was saying, like a lot of it has to do with like the action that we take or even the interpretation of the influences Because I mean, we make our own decisions. We're the ones that are in control of our, you know, most of our lives and everything. So it's like, are we taking those influences and are we using them to motivate us? Or are we using them as like, just a crutch or like something that is yeah. like oh this is holding me back this is why I can't do it like a self-justification kind of thing yeah um, I Yeah, I think I think it's um, yeah, I think I think it's a sign of a mature Christian when you can be praying for a certain thing, thing else and you see somebody else receive what you've been praying, for, you've been praying for, for and you can still rejoice in yeah. their accomplishments. Like if you're like if you're praying for a breakthrough, like a breakthrough like an unsafe family, and, family, like an unsafe family, family and member, and then some of your close with, and then some of your close ones like, runs up to you one day. It's like, hey, you know, my dad just my yeah. dad just like, you have a choice in that moment. Like you have a choice in that moment to either. Be upset, yeah. Be upset. Be upset, yeah. Be like upset. Or that's awesome. Like encourage them. Like, that's awesome. I know how long to pray. And then. Like make you feel like, why not me? Or you can be like, not have more hope because other people are Yeah. 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 It really comes down to what we're seeing. The person that just came to you. The person that just came to you. Who could have been praying for months or years. Who could have been praying for months or years for this certain person. And now they just come to Jesus. You've seen the effort being put in. You've seen the purpose. And now you've seen the results. And so if we're really thinking that what we see is. Is 
important. And really, that should be more of an encouragement to you and more of a faith builder to you instead of using it. It oh, as an excuse of, you know, oh, you God, you know, you forgot about me because, because you just, you just helped this person. Why won't you help so me? And now you're, for some yeah. reason, mad at God. Yeah, that's good. Um, we're so focused on yeah I like that because it's like it's so easy to be like other people so we always go for the easy you know what I mean it's so hard to stand out and to be the person that God called you to be because you're scared of what other people are going to say and I feel like that's another way of putting that box because you don't know what that other person is going to say maybe you can inspire that person to be themselves or inspire that person to do things that they never thought that they could do and I feel like it goes back to a lot of my games I feel like, honestly, like, that ties back into the aspect of, like, fear. Because, I mean, like, a big reason that I feel like we gravitate towards, oh, I want to fit in, or, like, oh, I want to be a part of the cool kids group or the clique or whatever, is because, like, we have that fear that if we don't fit in, what's going to happen to us? Right. You know, it's like, I mean, for me, like, I definitely didn't fit in in high school, and I felt the, you know, quote-unquote consequences of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, so, I mean, it's like you either fit in and you, like, fit the cookie-cutter image of what yeah. the people around you look like or the people that already have the approval look like, or you deal with the other aspect of not fitting in. So, like, honestly, I feel like it ties back into the fear. Like, we're just so afraid of people attacking us or, like, not getting approval from other people that we force ourselves into a mold that we were never created to fit in in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. We're not focusing on who we choose our people and having a title or having to like put it out to the world. Like, but like, just be yourself and like just be yourself. You know, yeah. everything will follow. Yeah, but I think of uh, Jesus, like, what if Jesus were to put God in the box and did everything that, um, you know, everything they wanted to do, like, he didn't do things on the Sabbath, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. God wouldn't have gave him the power to do marvelous things and, like, great things if he were to just put God in the box, you know? So, and that's why I like how the Bible is, like, be like Jesus, like, I put God in the box. I mean, you can have them outside of the box, you can do amazing things, but the, again, it goes back to fear. I think it. I think it goes back to Jesus knew exactly who he was. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus knew that 
he not that he was special, not that he was special, but he knew that he was secure in his relationship with with God and the Father, and so he understood, believed wholeheartedly that what the Father did, what the Father said, that he was simply just gonna yeah reciprocate that. And so he was, he's like, hey, I'm not gonna do this out of my own power because you see, you know, I think of uh, the story of Lazarus and that. Jesus, before, Jesus, before he, he spoke anything, he spoke, anything, God, he spoke to God, he was like, hey, right. do this for so your glory, so that people can understand the reason why he decided to have us wait. This, 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 this is the process he chose, and so now you're going to prove yeah. why this was the right decision. And so... It goes fear back to fear or confidence. Or, I don't know if they're changeable, but we have to be constantly here in ourselves, our, our relationship with God. And that's going to require us to yeah. be different. Because I feel like everybody in this room, and if you don't, everybody listening for that matter, has had at least a season of trying to fit the cookie cutter mold of what a Christian looks like. And hopefully, a uh, majority of them have found found out that there's a certain freedom into understanding, hey, I'm going to be me, and actually the world's a better place because of this. You know, in like high school, I remember trying to fit this this mold of whatever a high school is. I mean, I don't even know at this point. But it wasn't until I came to Master's Commission where I decided, I was like, hey, maybe it's okay to be myself. So let's just like, let's just test it because I've spent the years of being someone I'm not. Let's just spend nine months and just be be the original me that God created me to be. And turn it out that original me is a lot cooler than the cookie cutter me. Like, I don't know. Like, if I could go back in time and go as a freshman in high school, I freshman Matt. But that's weird. But that's okay. We're awkward. You can use it. You use it and be confident. Do people still make fun of me? Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's cool. But I've become a person who's confident in who I am, and I've been able to accomplish way more in the three years that I've I've been in this this college than I have within my whole school career. So. Putting God out of a box. Putting God out of a box. Partially involved by taking ourselves out of a box. And how do we do that? And how do we do that for every single person? For every single person. Like, we said, like we said at the very beginning of the thing, there's probably going to be many times we don't come up yeah. with an answer. We don't have uh, one type of solution that fits everybody. It's not a key or all. There's not a, you know, whatever. We can't just tell you a formula. Oh, perfect. You're confident in yourself now. It's just something that you have to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, what's really holding me back? And I think maybe when we figure out what's holding us back, those very things are the things that are holding God back. The very things that we put 
in boxes of our own personal aspects because we've been created in God's image. And maybe the aspects of our character that we put in a box are the very aspects of God's character we put in a box. So when we open when we open our personal boxes, it'll inevitably open the boxes we put in. So. so what if game on the negative aspect or what if I fail or what if God doesn't show up or what if I'm you know, found out as inadequate but then the flip side of that is what if it works what if God does show up what if he actually equipped me more than I thought that he did for this job I mean it it's yeah. just what if, and so maybe we start playing this what if game just a little bit differently, and it changes our perspective. So obviously, so obviously, we could be talking a lot more about this topic. I don't think we're ever going to. I don't think we're ever going to fit the entirety of any of these topics in the time frame that that we have. So this is just something that, that we want to get started. Hopefully, you out there listening and it's got the ball rolling in, in your own heads, and you've you've thought about. Areas thought about areas in your life that are, that are holding you back and hopefully by realizing those areas you're starting to find the very areas that are holding God back and now you're starting the process of breakthrough and miracles in your life so hope you enjoyed the discussion if you want to join in you can leave comments and suggestions at the bottom we'd love to hear it this is hopefully the first of many many topics to come we're excited this is matt mario yes stunning off